Hey everybody, this is P. Norman Grant with Slim Jim and another episode of The Grapefruit Agenda, where we summarize, analyze, and criticize and scrutinize some of what passes for news these days here on the Treasure Coast of Florida, around the country, and we even may be transmitting to the unexplained aerial phenomena, UFOs. You know those cow killers out there in Wisconsin. We call it grapefruit because we're sweet on conservatism and sour on liberalism. Today's episode is No One is Beneath the Law. This is from something I wrote a few days ago. It's more of a script, but I'm going to intersperse the script with some great reporting on George Soros and Andrew Warren and the progressive prosecutors. No one is above the law, but by the same token, no one is below the law. Andrew Warren, the Hillsborough County prosecutor, didn't follow the law. So Governor Ron DeSantis showed him the door, or if you want to rhyme it, showed him the dough. So he didn't follow the law, but show him the dough. As the left keeps bleeding, no one is above the law, justifying the million tiny bites from Donald Trump. They also should acknowledge those who don't apply the law. Now that Warren is fighting back to save his job, it's interesting to see his rationale. Showing the state of Florida what woke looks like, Mr. Warren has left a trail of law-breaking that's hard to miss. He and his Democrat defenders prefer pushing the outrage of punishing women who get abortions in Florida. Except that's a lie. There's no punishment for women. There are laws that jeopardize the practices of doctors who defy the laws of their state. A most recent defense shows a, yeah, but, response. In his getting two men out of jail for wrongful convictions, but the Innocence Project, a nationally known DNA tracing group, was more responsible than he was. The cold case crews around the country coincidentally work mostly with liberal prosecutors, mayors, and retrained police chiefs, retrained as becoming woke police chiefs. Or maybe they're, they're, just, they're just kidding with the woke. To free those unjustly jailed. But is that Warren's biggest feather in his cap? No, his progressive politics got him signing joint letters to leftist lawyer networks. Is it, I think it's the American Bar Association. Is that the lefty, the lefty version of the lawyers? We got to get that American Bar Association that defy gender identification violators, abortion restrictions, and mass incarceration. There's a lefty term for you, Slim Jim: mass incarceration. They're incarcerating massively, favored by his enemies. That's what they call jailing people: massive incarceration. The enemies? That's us. That's the Republicans. He's also resistant to jailing or even charging folks for low-level, nonviolent crimes, as we will hear. Has anyone been to CVS in New York or San Francisco where you can walk out the door with a bag full of goodies and just get mean stares? It's been the unlaw there in Tampa since Warren has been in charge. In addition, the violence is staggering and the murder rate is near an all-time high. Let me go over to the Tampa Bay Times, and as usual, the legacy media, or the old-style dinosaur newspapers, just coincidentally happen to be all on the left. So the Tampa Bay Times reports on this Mr. Warren. Hillsborough County State Attorney, they write, Tampa Bay Times, moved up one spot this year to number 16 on the list of Tampa Bay's most powerful politicians. Well, no wonder, because he's getting backed by, we think, no, 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 New York Times reported, George Soros. Warren was re-elected to the 13th Judicial District with 53% of the vote. His opponent, tough-on-crime Republican Mike Parati, mustered 47. So that's a 6% difference. 
Since his initial election in 2016, the progressive-minded state attorney has implemented a series of reforms. Oh, let's hear what these reforms look like, including prioritizing the prosecution of violent crime. Does that sound progressive, Slim Jim? No. It doesn't to me either. Serious fraud. Do you think he's really after the serious fraud? No. I mean, like the voter fraud, no? no. But that's what it says he, he's implementing. And serial recidivism. Yeah, those people should not be back in jail. Once they've done a jail term, they should not go back. In fact, we'll help them not go back. That's how they reduce the recidivism. Do they get a ticket to Paraguay? Do they get to go on a trip? No. To keep dangerous individuals out of the neighborhood. So I wrote, no, he didn't. No, he didn't do that. So Warren made headlines this past year for his decision not to prosecute 67 protesters. Wait a minute. He just said he's implementing a series of reforms prioritizing the prosecution of violent crime. But no, he's, his decision not to prosecute 67 protesters arrested in early June. That's the George Floyd riots. Police arrested the protesters for unlawful assembly during demonstrations in Tampa, calling for police reform in the wake of the George Floyd killing in Minneapolis. Still, Warren's office found no basis for such charges to prosecute the 60s. How many windows were broken in Tampa? Jim, do you remember? Do not. It, was, it wasn't really reported that much, was it? No, it wasn't. I wonder why. They wanted to tamp Cars, cars, tamp you tamp. Tampa, you tamp. Exactly so. And so burning cars don't count. And the room just, the newspaper just didn't have room for it. They had the hockey scores. Right. Yeah. All right. So in addition to declining to file charges, Warren's office also took steps to expunge the arrests from each person's record. So you take a sponge and you X out the actual offenses. That's what you do when you expunge. Warren also publicly praised the peaceful protests nationwide, calling for an end to police brutality and systemic racism. I'm still trying to find the system, which... Which system is the most racist? I wonder. They keep, they keep switching the goalposts. His prominence in the race was shown his last time he was elected through his campaign's finance reports, with Warren collecting five times as much money as Parati, the, the hard-on-crime uh, guy who was trying to get into be the, the prosecuting attorney of Hillsborough County, a five-to-one funding ratio. We wonder how he was outraised five-to-one. And so George Soros' name repeatedly comes up. So this is Warren again. Before his re-election in 2020, Warren enacted civil citation and diversion reforms. This is what we were talking about. If you have a diversion, then you don't go to jail. To keep more lower-level offenders and juveniles out of the criminal justice system, what a great idea, while still ensuring accountability for their actions. And what is the accountability? Do they get their voting card taken away? How about their, their smoking license? Do they get across the street against the red light kind of tickets? Do they get them expunged with the big sponge? No, under his leadership, the state attorney's office has diverted 700 kids and 850 adults annually from the criminal justice system by utilizing civil citations for misdemeanor first offenses. But what does he do when someone gets clogged on the head and keeps on going down the street? Or if he is arrested... Because we do have the, the Ferguson effect, wherein police really don't feel like chasing a kid down the street, even though he may have hit somebody over the head and stole their handbag, and it's just a minor crime with Mr. Warren. This is because of the progressive, what they call the progressive prosecutors. I like the alliteration. The progressive, pro, what are they progressing towards? They're, they're progressing towards anarchy. So if we see that George Soros has given money to all these prosecutors all across the country, I'll tell you where. Upstate New York, there's a bunch of Virginia, Fairfield County. Well, let me see if a couple of these. Oh, Monique, Monique Worrell, Ninth Judicial Circuit in Orange County in, in Florida. 
the murder rate and the violent attacks in and around Hillsborough County in most of the cities of Florida with PPs, progressive prosecutors. Murder and crime have soared under district attorneys. This is from, where is this from? This is from Secure Stream. No, I don't know where it is. Kyle Rittenhouse. Look, this is what the, the progressive prosecutors have done in Chicago, Los Angeles, Philadelphia, Houston, Dallas, San Antonio, all over Texas. You wouldn't think progressive prosecutors. So this is the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, the Jesse Smollett hoax, the attack on the Waukesha Christmas Parade, the organized mob looting in San Francisco, and now the indictment of the Baltimore District Attorney. These are all examples of progressive prosecutors either not going for the crimes or actually letting people off the criminal cases. So if we look at some of the ones we see, George Jescon, Los Angeles. He's given, Soros has given a lot of money to him. Uh, in L.A., how about... Um, how about Monique? We did Monique. There's George Gascone. How about Kim Fox in Illinois? Do you wonder why all the policemen are quitting their jobs in Chicago? Kim Fox, who won't get after the murders all over the south side of Chicago and the west side. Kim Fox, Cook County, probably the most famous Soros-backed DA. Fox was boosted into office with the help of George Gascone's $2 million. George Soros, and he's proud of it. $2 million to Kim Fox. How about Kim Gardner? That's the Ferguson lady. The Ferguson lady, the one that they wanted to... Who was the officer? The officer in... The officer in... It was Ferguson, section of St. Louis. Uh, what was his name? The guy was actually driven to the hospital by his boss. Um, what was his name? Anyway, he got, uh, he got indicted. Went through a, did he go through a trial? I think he went through a trial. Yeah. The cop, right? Yeah. And was found innocent. That's where more riots came. The Ferguson effect. Alvin Bragg, here's my, my gentleman. Alvin Bragg, Manhattan. One of Soros' newest DAs. Bragg was elected in 2021, largely, largely thanks to 1.1 million. Hello. Grapefruit is $1.1 million going to a guy who's never had a major office before, Alvin Bragg, in New York. And what did he do? The first thing he could possibly do was release, release a memo stating that his tenure is already shaping up to be progressive. Progressive. All right. So all over the country. This is uh, this is why we have a high crime rate. This is George Soros supporting reform, what he calls reform prosecutors. So last week, Wall Street Journal, he has the gumption. He has the gumption. He has the testosterone. He has the coconuts. He has the, uh, what else would he do? He's got, he's got pizzazz. Why I support reform prosecutors. This is George Soros. He says, like most of us, I'm concerned about crime. Really concerned. I'm one of government's most important roles is to ensure public safety. I've been involved in, this is George Soros, people, Wall Street Journal. I've been involved in efforts to reform the criminal justice system for more than 30 years. I have been a philanthropist. Yet our system is rife, R-I-F-E, rife with injustices that make us all less safe. Now, which are those injustices? Now, you and I are thinking completely different, 180 degrees from what Mr. Soros is thinking, because it's not safe out there. Safe where we are. But I don't know if I would want to go downtown Manhattan after midnight. Mm. Clubbing. You want to go clubbing in Tampa Bay around 1? No, even 11 o'clock. We, we, we don't see 11 o'clock much anyway. No. Well, our system is rife with injustices that make us all less safe. The idea that we need to choose between justice and safety is false. They reinforce each other. 
Yeah, justice and safety. If people trust the justice system, it will work. And if the system works, public safety will improve, says George Soros. We need to acknowledge that black people in the U.S. are five times as likely to be sent to jail as white people. That is an injustice that undermines our democracy. If that is indeed true. We spend $81 billion every year keeping around 2 million people in prisons and jails. And so really what George is asking for is to have less black people in jail. Here's the end of his essay for the Wall Street Journal. This is why I've supported the election and more recently the re-election of prosecutors who support what he calls reform. I've done it transparently and I have no intention of stopping. Whoa. Beating his chest is George. The funds I provide enable sensible reform-minded candidates to receive a hearing from the public. Judging by the results, the public likes what it's hearing. So what I hear are police signals signals in the middle of the night. I hear I hear ambulance sirens. I hear people closing the locks on jails and then opening the locks on the jails and saying sayonara. Thank you, Mr. Soros. As the mantra goes, this is back to my essay called No One is Beneath the Law either. As the mantra goes, no one is above the law. So too should government attorneys not be beneath the law. Governor DeSantis had some words for the rogue barrister. Quote, they can't take it upon themselves to determine which laws they like and will enforce and which laws they don't like and then don't enforce. Warren's predecessor, Aramis Ayala, may have laid his groundwork. This is Mr. Warren's groundwork when he got elected because Miss Ayala got a whole bunch of money from who? George Soros. When she announced she wouldn't seek the death penalty in any cases, law enforcement officials started paying attention. Another connection would be the George Soros Florida Safety and Justice Pact. She got $1.6 million. I think we never heard of her. But this is the woman who paved the way for Andrew Warren. And then there's Monique Worrell in the Ninth Circuit. Warren says he was elected twice by the people. So that nasty Ron should lay off. Except that he may have lost either race were it not for King George. It's easy to see where Warren is positioned with a progressive sugar daddy behind him. Soros says that white people are creating mass incarceration because of systemic racism. Nothing to do with inordinate criminal behavior of some ethnic groups. In the Wall Street Journal, just last week, he admitted to believing in equity, in quotations, Graveyard's equity, when it comes to jailing different races. He wants us to be all arrested, charged and jailed in equal numbers. Racial equity. Not only a novel idea, but one that comes with plenty of bucks to back it up. In his essay, Why I Support Reform Prosecutors, which I just read most of, from the Wall Street Journal, he says that out-of-proportion jailing of black Americans is an injustice that undermines our democracy. So, my words. So let's get more whites in and get more blacks out. Sounds logical. Right, Grapefruiters? Welcome to wokeness. Prosecutor Warren is all in. So he tries to keep criminals out. Got it. But DeSantis knows this liberal is acting beneath the law. Let him join the other lawyers of the left, who, with the help of socialist billionaires, threaten our peace and safety. Follow your mission somewhere else, Warren, and the other progressive prosecutors. Great work, Governor DeSantis. This is P. Norman Grant with Slim Jim. So visit us again and squeeze in a grapefruit agenda whenever you can. <laughs>